brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Saturday morning, and welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave right here on the Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with... TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. My name is PC Tunney. Back with my main man, Ray Cash here. Christopher Platt out on assignment. Ray, good Saturday morning to you. Long time no talk. I'm sure everybody enjoyed last night's edition of Three Man Weave as well. How the hell you doing, brother? Doing good, man. I'm doing better than my boy that says, damn. Damn. And, that, and he got game. So, okay. I yeah, mean, that's, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, that damn. It felt like that came from the diaphragm. But doing good. Damn. <laughs> Word to Ron Simmons, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, real briefly, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick one up. Tons of great designs, logos. You will be the interesting focal point at your next local indie show. TheChairShot.com slash ProWrestlingTees. Get it in soft style. Don't be cheap. Uh, we got something fun today. We talk about sports entertainment and sports entertainment at thechairshot.com. Today, we're going to mix sports and entertainment, but not in the sports entertainment kind of way. We're talking Madden 22. The ratings are out. You you followed that. You got it. I was a little confused. Sports entertainment, entertainment, sports, sports entertainment, yeah. entertainment. We're talking about a sports video game, folks. That's what we're talking about. Maybe the maybe the oh. I would say the most popular sports video game franchise of all time would have to be Madden. I don't think you could dispute any more popular sporting video game franchise. The ratings are out. People are always anticipating this. The players they get salty about it. Some of the critics they get way too involved about it. Ray and I are here to look at it from a fun perspective. So what is uh, I I've played Madden my whole life. I I loved all the versions of it. I'll be getting the next version of it. Uh, I like to make my own team and be a general manager and kind of you know mix some guys in from what they have. I also like to do the my player mode where I'm the quarterback and I only play the quarterback plays and things of that nature. 
So those are two fun things for me. I get it. The platform has not really evolved as much as people wish it had. But what's your experience with Ray and your uh, with Madden, Ray, and your thoughts on the game in general? Love Madden. Um, I was, oddly enough, a bigger college football fan because I think the college football games were maybe more fun than Madden. Dude, college football but, national championship for Sega Genesis. That was my jam. See, that's way before my time. I never had a Sega Genesis. <laughs> I was I was very lucky enough to be a Nintendo kid through the 64 up to PlayStation and never looked back. But I'll tell you, the moment I realized that Madden was just gone, when you could play with Michael Vick, dog, it was over. He was, was the, like, yeah, he was the cheat code. He was the cheat yes. code. I think I remember, I was, um, I was living with, I was, I was rooming with some people, and we had, the four of us, we had a Madden tournament. We played a whole season, and then you know we each took one, took two, took AFC, two took NFC, and the rule was you couldn't take Mike Michael Vick. Vick. Yeah, dog, you it, it, like boys really made rules like if you pick Mike Vick, we fighting. Well, you couldn't, yeah, you just couldn't be the Falcons because we weren't doing any trades. You had to pick the team you had. So I think it ended up being the Bears and the Rams, and then the Steelers and the um, Raiders on one side, and the Steelers beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. So that, and of course, you know I'm a Ravens fan, which means I love me some defense. Oh yeah. So when Ray was on the cover and they introduced the hit stick, is the whole game over for you, right? Game. Oh, it's at a point now where for about ten years. I would miss every tackle because I just try to knock the shit off somebody. And that was the time when ESPN was still doing the he got jacked up until the, you know yeah. until that became out of fashion, uh, politically incorrect, and then they changed it to come on man. But yeah, man, they were the whole all of them be like he got jacked up, <laughs> jacked up. Yeah, I mean, so w- I I think we all remember. There's been a lot of big hits, but the hit when uh, homeboy hit Reggie Reggie Bush. Oh yeah, it looked like a bullet. Got shot out a gun, and Reggie had to crawl off the field. Yeah, good times. Jadavius Clowney times. had a big one in college too that I remember that being a, one of the biggest hits. To see a six foot seven, like predator looking dude, like part the Red Sea of an offensive line, get in the backfield before the dude can like even hand the ball off and blow him up. Well, then of course Ray Lewis broke Rashard Mendenhall's shoulder. On a straight ISO. I don't know how it's possible. How was that possible on a halfback ISO and break somebody? Yeah, even man. even more reason to have the number of rules that they have now as far as tackling goes and things of that nature. It 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 got the the game got too fast that the rules had to evolve with it for safety. So I completely agree. Yeah. But it was fun to watch while it was happening. I mean, I remember Chuck Cecil from the Packers. That dude, he'd be bleeding from the bridge of his nose after every game. You know, I mean, every can't, game can't do that shit no more. Can't can't be can't be missile spear in your head and the guys anymore. Hey man, the rules the rules weren't made for six foot six dudes that run four fives. Sure. It just wasn't made for that. You know, or or defensive linemen who are three twenty and they're running four foot four 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 forties. And got like 47 inch verticals and shit. Like it wasn't made for that. I hear you. All right, we're going to get into these ratings right after a quick commercial break. You're listening to Three Man Weave, Chairshot.com, Chairshot Radio Network. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com always use your 
head. Welcome back to Three Man Weave right here at ChairShot Radio Network. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. Tons of great designs. You can get it in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. Ray, let's start. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Real, I'm sorry. Real quick. Since we're not, this is, we're the Three Man Weave, but technically this isn't basketball related. It's uh, football related. So can we be the flea flicker today? We can, sure, we can run the flea flicker. We can run the, you know, what is it, the hook and ladder. We can do whatever you want. The Statue of Liberty. Uh, shit, man, I've just, I figured I'll take the snap, hand it to you, and I'm just going to watch you and the other nine guys work. Okay, so you're definitely a, a fan of the Chicago Bears, because that's, that's pretty much their offense. <laughs> I would never be. <laughs> hand the ball off. I don't think anybody would ever make me out to be a fan of the Chicago Bears. Do you know how to keep a, a Chicago Bear out of your backyard? I would love to hear how. You just put up a goalpost. So, anyway, let's get... <laughs> well done. Yeah, take that, well done. take that, Patrick. Now, he'd be like, yeah, I know, they suck. All right, let's start with the quarterbacks. Uh, if you want to pull up your quarterback list there. No surprise to me, Patrick Mahomes in 99. I'm okay with Brady being in 97, but your reigning MVP is third. What, what are your... I mean, that's... That's my big takeaway. I'm okay with the top five there. What are your thoughts on these? Your initial view of the quarterback ratings? I'm, I'm, I mean, I have no qualms with it. Um, I look, I understand Aaron Rodgers is a monster, but the shit that Brady is doing, Brady is a cyborg, right? So I get why he's one point above. Um, I get Russ being a 94. I would have liked to have seen my boy Lamar get a full 99 on speed, but you know what it is, what it is. Beggars can't be choosers. What's interesting to me is something that you're going to have to explain to me. And you've been trying to, to your credit, for the better part of a year. I have no issues with the dude. But somebody got to explain to me when Ryan Tannehill became a top 10 quarterback in this league. I don't get it. Well, the guy has done nothing but win football games and put up really good numbers, as far as I'm concerned. I mean... You look at the problems they were having with Mariota, and the minute Ryan Tannehill takes over, they just get wins nonstop. I mean, I, I'm i trying to pull up his stats here to just kind of give to you what fair, he's done. Mariota has never been – Mariota is basically Hawaiian Vince Young. What I mean is he's never been accurate. Well, here, let's put it this way. I mean, everybody kind of thinks of all the time he spent in Miami underachieving, but since he's taken over in the last just over a year and a half, he's 18-8. and eight. I mean, I mean, he's thrown you can't 50 go about wins because Mark Sanchez was like really okay, good with wins for a minute. He's thrown 55 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. That's impressive. Give him that. His completion, I'll tell you this. His completion percentage is, is over 67%. He's thrown for, what, 6,500 yards in, the, in those just over a season and a half, right? Let's, you're, you're missing those first six games of, of the 2019 season. So, I mean... His stats, according to other people's, as far as wins and 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 QB rating and you know touchdown interception ratio, touchdowns thrown are are in the top five. <laughs> That's why I don't think under people people understand. Everybody sees, they see Derrick Henry and they go, "That's how they win games." And and you know what? Yes, Derrick Henry is going to make any quarterback better because you have to pay attention to a guy like that. But I don't expect his stats to get any worse this year. I mean, they just added Julio Jones for Pete's sake. Yeah, and and don't, don't they still is Darren Waller? It, none of them have Darren Waller. What's they have the other kid? Um, uh, what's the tight end? They they used to have um, 
It starts with a D. Delaney Walker. They used to have Delaney, Delaney Walker. Walker. He's old. He's gone. They do have a young tight end with some size in Jonu Smith, who's actually projected to John get, even, is there, yeah. get even better this year. So, I mean, you add A.J. Yeah. Brown to that, that's a very formidable team with a solid offensive line. I think my biggest question for them getting away from the ratings would be their defense. But, you know, I, I don't have a problem with Ryan Tannehill being rated the way he is. He does have underrated speed as well, and you can see he has 84 speed with 87 acceleration He's a receiver. There. He better have some speed. So. Do you, do you have a problem with Josh Allen being rated higher than Dak Prescott? No, because Josh Allen is probably a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. My question is, length of time. How long do we need to see these guys do this before we crown them to certain levels? Josh Allen had one really good year. And I'm not saying he's been he was garbage before that. But he really only had the one year where, like, it was worthy. And this is a year-to-year game, so I get it. That's the thing. But, yeah. I mean, he was one of the top four quarterbacks last year. I mean, you look at fantasy Easily. fantasy points, you look at success. The relationship he's developed with Stephon Diggs and the jump he made with his stats. And, and in addition, he's a big guy that can move, too. I mean, I think he has been first or second in rushing touchdowns over the last two years as well. So, Well, to that point. And I'm not. I promise you, I'm not trying to scratch my own team's back. No, but no. how 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 talented must Lamar be that you look at all of these guys and all of them have at least at least one dynamic playmaker, and Lamar has none. I mean, he has a good running game to complement himself and a very very good tight end. Um, who did they end? I'm up... talking about somebody to throw the ball to. Right, and who did they end up getting? They got um, Galladay, Rashad Bateman. We got Rashad Bateman in the in the draft from, from Minnesota, and we got Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Okay, I thought yeah. who got Galladay? The Giants. The, the right. Giants did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you guys picked up a couple. I mean, it's interesting to see. They they need a better scheme passing wise, but they're trying to make everything. Uh, like it used to be where all the runs and the passes look the same as far as formation and, and uh, movement go. So hopefully they can get back to that. Lamar's not a bad passer, but like you said, he could use better weapons. I agree. Yeah. Um, we'll be better. Mark Andrews is healthy. Nick Boyle, who was a major part of our offense because he's our blocking tight end is back. Scheme-wise, we should be better. But I just it's amazing to me that this guy is 91 and he hasn't had one consi- – Mark Andrews, but he's a tight end. But one consistent, amazing receiver to throw to, because all the other nine guys do. Is there any guy on this list that should be on the top ten that's not on the top ten? Uh, maybe Matt Stafford, maybe, but he was hurt last year. He didn't play a full season okay. either, right? Um, okay. Anybody that stands out to you? Matt Stafford may be the one. I'm, I just, I'm skeptical of Tannehill, but your points are very valid, and I see all of them. I don't know if Matt Ryan's still top 10 no more. I think from a talent perspective and an ability to play the game perspective 100%, I think you could go back and see the same thing with his stats with like you can with Tannehill. I think he's just been surrounded by a team that hasn't been put in a position to exceed um, in the wins and loss column. I mean, you're, you're right, because that's definitely hardest perception, especially that 28-3 game. But also, too, that man has riches – that man has a has an offense akin to what Kansas City has, and yeah. they underachieve every year. Right, but not as good a play calling. Um, he's he's not. You you don't have to spy him as much outside of the pocket as you do um, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Hey, yeah. And and even as even as inconsistent as the Kansas City Chiefs running game has been, 
Um, since Damian Williams hasn't been playing, uh, I, Atlanta's running game has been much less reliable or threatening defensively. Hey, I mean, you look, you're spot on there, bro. I'll give you that all day long. Let's move to the running backs. What do you think? I, again, reverence and respect. Why isn't but Derek Nick Henry Chubb number one? Oh, you don't think Chubb's a 96? I thought he was kind of yeah. high on the list there. I'd agree with that. Um, I don't know if I'd, I mean, he's definitely in the top 10. I think I'd maybe yes. move him to six. Wait, let's see. One, one, two, three, four, five. I'd move him to six. What would be your top five in order? McCaffrey, Henry. Um, I'd probably put Saquon third because of what he can do. I get why he is where he is. Injury. I get that. But in terms of talent, he's the third best back in the game. And then probably Cook and Kamara. And Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara are right neck and neck because they do some of the similar things. Even though Kamara is basically a he's a glorified receiver at this point, much like Reggie Bush was. At his, at and Aaron Jones is going to give you fourteen hundred yards on the ground. He's going to give you that, and probably six hundred yards <laughs> receiving wise. So it depends on. You know what? I'll take Jones this year only because I don't trust Jameis. So yeah, I put Jones instead of Kamara at five. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I I think I'd have McCaffrey and Henry rated the same. I think I'd have Henry in ninety-seven. I think they'd have like a tie there. I think Dalvin Cook and Kamara definitely could be a tie for third. Um, then I'd have Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. Uh, I think I think Saquon would be up there. It's only the injury, wondering how much that's going to do. He ain't going to start the year usually. I think Josh Jacobs is a little underrated. They get the usage for him right. Zeke could easily get better. I think Joe Mixon's a little overrated. I think he hasn't been as consistent as he could be. And then I, I think out of all these rookies, I, I don't know. I think Etienne, I think he ended up with the wrong team. I think you're going to find that Urban Meyer's shit is only going to last for the work for the first couple weeks, and they're going to be like, dude, this is college shit. Let's get this guy out of here. Um, I think Najee Harris is probably set up most to succeed as far as a rookie goes. So, yeah. You're right. You're right. And Etienne's going to get a lot more love in the first seven, eight, nine, ten weeks because they're trying to integrate your boy um, Trevor Lawrence to mm-hmm. the pro game. Mm-hmm. And the easiest way to do that is to let him go off play action. So Etienne's going to get a lot of love. Um, for the, By the way, you, you spoke to about McCaffrey and Henry. McCaffrey has to be the number one rated running back, with all due respect to Henry, for this one reason. He's Marshall Falk. Is you it... are guaranteed to get. He's going to give you, like I said, with, uh, with uh, your boy Aaron Jones, he's going to get you 1,400, 1,500 yards on the ground. He's going to get you 1,200, 1,300 yards in the air. So he, when, he, when you got a guy who is literally your best offensive weapon on the ground and in the air, like that's, I wouldn't have minded McCaffrey getting a 99. I wouldn't have been, okay, I wouldn't have had a problem with that. All right, let's keep rolling along here. I think that's a pretty good discussion on the halfbacks. I mean, let's, let's stick with the offense. Um, what's your thoughts on the wide receiver list? I have no problem with any of them. Allen Robinson at 90 is interesting. I don't have a problem with that, but that's just it's it's head scratcher. I'll tell you this. Devontae earned at 99. <laughs> he earned the shot at 99. I give him credit. And is Julio still at 95? Is Julio Jones still at 95 at this point? Let's see. What do we got here? Julio is... Julio's a 95, yeah. 
Still a 95. One, two, three, four. Fifth ranked receiver. They got him ahead of Michael Thomas, even. Well, Michael Thomas is just a walking injury, and that's – I don't mean any disrespect, but well, that's and, just the case. And didn't um, – who's the coach in New Orleans? Like, Sean Payton, he came out and expressed a little frustration, like you could have waited. You could have got that surgery done before, you know, the beginning of June. <laughs> well, that's some bullshit how he pulled it. I completely agree with that. That's some absolute BS to, you know, knowing you, you had you, – you missed seven, eight games in the season with this injury. So, yeah, I, I'd be I'd be pretty upset too. Let's talk about, uh, well, we can stay with the top of the list here. I think, yeah, I think between Adams, Hopkins, and Hill, it's your personal preference. They could all be 99s. But Devontae earned it. Good for him. He's had probably the most consistency over the last two years as far as receptions, yards, and touchdowns. Stephon Diggs just continues to show why he's that good, you know, moving on from Cousins and making Josh Allen that much better. I would have Michael Thomas rated higher than Julio. Uh, I like Keenan Allen up there. I think Keenan Allen and Allen Robinson are just two guys that are so damn consistently good when they're on the field. Amari Cooper's overrated to me. Um, Agreed. But he gets numbers. I think Mike Mike Evans is properly rated, maybe a little higher rated than he should be considering he hasn't been on the field as much as I'd like to see someone like him. Um, but who do, who do you think is going to have the better rookie year? Jalen Waddell, Devonta Smith, or Jamar Chase out of those three big receivers? Jamar Chase is going to have the best year because he walks in. And I mean, to be fair, uh, Jalen Waddle is too. But I Familiarity with the quarterback between those two? Yeah, but both of them have it because Jalen Waddle, right. didn't, Jalen Waddle played exactly. with Tua. Sure. But man, Jamar, Jamar and uh, Big Money Burrow got a lot. They have such a special chemistry. That like they won. They're gonna the kid's gonna get a thousand yards easy, and since he's not gonna be great, they're gonna be competitive, but not gonna be great. And what I think helps Jamar over Jalen Waddle is that the Dolphins have a better team, so they'll have to rely on Waddle less than the Bengals will with Jamar. Yeah, it's 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 hard to argue with that. Um, <laughs> who knows what kind of season Jalen Hurts is gonna have? with, you know, uh, Devonta Smith. So we'll he see. He got to prove he can throw the ball, homie. Right? He got to prove he can throw the ball consistently. And, and now you hear Carson Wentz is out indefinitely with a foot injury that he suffered yesterday or on Thursday. After a great practice, by the yeah. way. Did you see the practice he had? Uh, and then this happens? Yeah. Craziness. But, yeah, a lot of really good, talented receivers at the top there. So it's 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 no question that you got that many guys rated up in the 90 percentile. Uh, with the speed and agility and, and size that a lot of those guys provide. It's funny because it's like it's the Randy Moss model has just proven to be what people are looking for, you know, They and, and who can blame them? You want a tall guy that can go up and get the ball, and he's also got to be fast, and he's got to have great hands. It's like we need you to check all these boxes for us, right? So. Well, everybody on this list does that. Uh, Tyreek Hill isn't very tall, but, I mean, he's faster than every human being alive, so. Yeah. Right. (laughs) There's exceptions. I mean, you have a guy, you know, grayed out in one way or the other. Let's stick with people that are catching the ball, but they're also blocking a little bit more. Check out the tight end ratings. And Travis Kelsey leads the list to 99 this year. I think very much well-deserved. I think he's the first tight end to ever have five straight thousand-yard receiving seasons. Um, And the guy can block, too. He's the first? Yeah, five consecutive. Tony never never did it and Gates never did it? That's interesting. I don't think five consecutively, no. So how deserving is Travis Kelsey of that 99? I mean, obviously, he, he's one of the greatest receiving tight ends ever, and the guy can block, too. And he's got a pretty good quarterback, Ray. 
Oh, he's completely deserving. I'm just shocked that nobody's hit those numbers. We've had some great tight ends over the years. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's one of the best ever. But Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Kevin Winslow, the old man, not the crazy son. Senior. Yeah, I got you. Senior, yeah. Like, we've had some great tight ends. So I'm just amazed that your boy is the only one hitting these numbers. That's crazy. But then (laughs) when you got possibly the greatest quarterback of all time throwing to him, I get it. So I think when you look at the tight ends, there's four tight ends that separated themselves from everybody else, right? I mean, Kelsey obviously is the best. Kittle and Waller I'd put on the same page almost because Kittle's inconsistency of being on the field as of late, but I think Waller's getting better as a blocker. He might be the best receiver, including Travis Kelsey, Waller, I think. Personally, he's just a big target. And Mark Andrews can do everything. He's really good down the seam for me. But who out of these next echelon of tight ends are you looking to step up into that upper echelon i mean hunter henry has the tools austin hooper obviously has the tools i look at a guy like tj hawkinson as well i think gronkowski's on the downside dallas goddard we're not really sure he's had to share with Ertz, but he looks to be traded here so who else besides yeah. those top four is really on your radar as far as a tight end got a lot of love for hunter henry because you guys if you guys remember he was drafted as a raven but austin hooper is the truth i love austin hooper and he has the best uh, opportunity to be great because he has the best who not the best quarterback, but he has the best opportunity. Right. You know, and Cleveland has so many weapons. You know, you got the LSU boys and, you know, you uh, got the two headed monster in the backfield. But all reliable down the scene is going to be there. All like I wouldn't be surprised if the kid got like 15 touchdowns because he's going to be open every time. So yeah, look out for Austin Hooper to have a big year. And Gusecki's always good because he always puts up numbers with no quarterback. Tua's a really good quarterback if he can stay healthy. So those two should be great. I'm looking for the rookie Kyle Pitts to be on the top five of this list next year. I think that dude is going to have a great year. I think he's the next awesome receiving tight end. We'll see how well he can block. I know he could in college, but that's a whole different thing. It's a little more complicated. But Kyle Pitts, I think, is going to be the real deal as far as catching the ball at the tight end position. He's a Falcon, right? Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, he's got, hey, he's going somewhere with a quarterback that can throw the ball. Yes. And Calvin Ridley, um, Gage, and, of course, Julio. Again, like you're right, much like you bought Austin Hooper, he's going to get open. All right, last thing here. We're going over these Madden ratings. Both big fans. Awesome game. Always big thing with these ratings. Checking it out. Let's pull up the overall ratings list. Aaron Donald in 99 once again. Devontae Adams there. Jalen Ramsey in the 99 club this year. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Those are your five 99 clubbers this year. Who below that besides the receivers and, and the halfbacks and the quarterbacks we've talked about, do you, do you like their ratings? Miles Garrett up there with a 98, Stephon Gilmore a 97. Um, you're looking at Khalil Mack, 96. Jair Alexander up there with a 95. Uh, just some interesting ratings on the defensive side. So I'll tell you this. Miles Garrett is a 99. I don't know how he slipped 98. He I'd should be a 99. So. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, Jalen Ramsey earned that 99. He has to continue to keep earning it, but he earned it. Um, on the defensive, on the defensive side, 
It's interesting. The, the other person that should have been a 99, and you may disagree with this, but old Honey Badger up there in Kansas City. Tyron Matthews, a beast. Yeah, he does maybe. everything. Maybe. The, what, what, he, he is he's like the he's like the reincarnation of uh Troy Palomalu because he could he can cover better than Troy ever could. He makes every play, he's a ball hawk, and he's gonna get in the backfield and get sacks and and uh and tackles for loss. There's nothing he can't do. His only flaw is he's five foot ten. Right, but he's proved that that's not a factor, so I, I could see that. Um, I wouldn't personally rate him, but I don't think I'd have that big of an argument with you about it. Did you find it interesting that both the Y, the, both the Y brothers are 94s? Yeah, I, uh, TJ, not TJ, um, JJ, JJ Watts already hurt. Like there's no way, like <laughs> I told everybody from Arizona, everybody's like, Oh, look at, we got Chandler Jones and JJ Watt together. I'm like, it's it's not 2018. It's not 27. It's not even 2019. It's 2021. Like Chandler Jones is still really good, but he's getting older. And JJ Watt, like I'll be impressed if he plays double digit games this year. Uh, and Chandler Jones is, wants to trade, so he may not be there. One last question about the defense for you, my brother. Sure. If we look at this from position to position, and not groupings, I'm talking about lit- like literally position position. Is there any player in the league that is so much better than his competition at his position than Errol Donald is at a defensive lineman? No, I don't think that's true because I think Miles Garrett has less of a window break between the two of them. Um, Khalil Mack is a great edge rusher. TJ, they guys are some really good edge rushers. There is no other dominant defensive defensive tackle that can. Oh, touch I guess okay. Aaron if you call, Donald. yeah, yeah, defensive tackle wise, sure, sure. No, I don't think the, and that's yeah, in that singular position, yeah, I agree with that because Miles Garrett is 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 more of an outside rusher, a line, a D a D end, and and Mac yeah. is more of a, a outside linebacker, D end. So sure, I would definitely agree with that. Aaron Donald is is might have been the best player in football for the last however many years, if you'd like to cut it and dry it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't I, I know every now and then they'll put a defensive player in the Heisman uh, category. Could we see a defensive player win MVP? You think it's possible? It's hard this day and age where it's such a quarterback-friendly league. It's such a stat-friendly league. And now that you see 17 games, I think even if a guy breaks the sack record, he'd still have a hard time being the league MVP. But you'd never say never. Um, Shohei Otani, look at what he's doing. So you never know, right? So basically you're telling me Aaron Donald got to run for 1,000 yards and get 15 yeah, sacks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see – so no, I'm not counting it out, but I don't see anybody on the defensive side winning league MVP anytime soon. That's what the Defensive Player of the Year award is for, in my opinion. Much like a pitcher, hey, that's, man, what what, a, that's, what a, that's what the Cy Young is for. Good point, good point. Where, where are my kicker ratings, bro? We need to break down kickers and punters and, 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 the, and the long snappers and all this stuff. Where are they at? That's, I want some kicker rating. We'll cover that the second Tuesday of next week. <laughs> How's that sound? That works. We don't Listen, record that day. So Aldo Greco is the true cheat code, the greatest kicker of all time, Aldo Greco. No, that's going to do it for us today, folks. We know that we got a lot of gamers that listen to a lot of things on the ChairShot.com, ChairShot Radio Network. We're big sports fans. We're big NFL guys. We're big Madden fans. So we thought we'd run down some of the rankings, maybe make it a little entertaining show for you guys. I know Ray and I, we might have to might have to do some gaming against each other in Madden this year. Maybe we create a Madden ChairShot League and, and let people know what's going on with that. So that 
That'd that be fun. sounds fun. That could be fun. That sounds really fun. Yes. That could be fun. Well, if you have any problems with the things we've said today, you can definitely find uh, find us at It's Me DPP or at It's The Real C Plaid if you got problems with anything you've said today. Um, my name is PC Tunney. You can find me there on Twitter and Facebook. Listen to everything, ChairShot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms, sports entertainment and sports entertainment, thechairshot.com. We got you covered. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash thechairshot. Buy a damn t-shirt. Ray, where can they find you? Buy a t-shirt because it's good for your epidermis. The soft style. Yeah, top. treat your epidermis to soft style. Don't forget I'm to moisturize, like... people. You got moisturized. <laughs> Don't forget to moisturize. You tell people to lotion up? Is that what you're telling yeah, people to do? Yeah, get your lotion on. No one wants a flaky dude. No one wants a flaky guy or girl, whether you're looking for a guy. Regardless of whether you're looking for a guy or a girl and you're a guy or a girl or anywhere in between, you ain't looking for somebody to have some flaky-ass epidermis coming up around you. True story. As a kid growing up, I didn't know to, why people put on lotion. You belong to flakyepidermis.com. It's like christianmingle.com. You're looking for... <laughs> no. Man, do you see, see the ashy elbows on that girl? I've had to put on lotion my whole life. <laughs> I've always had to wear... I didn't know why people wore lotion because I thought the only reason you wore lotion was to get rid of ash. I didn't know the other purposes. Oh, man. So I got to... Dude, I get, I get dry skin too, man. I don't need that shit flaking around. I feel you. I, well, you are albino, so... You know. Oh, God. Here we go. I'm at Israel Cash, R E Y's and Mysterio, C A S H as in dollars. Of course, hit your boys up at three underscore man weave or at Chair Shot Media. Follow the click. We all giving great stuff for you here on this Chair Shot Radio Network. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And uh, yeah, PC, it's all you, man. Hey. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. ChairShot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms. This has been Three Man Weave for the Honest Simon Christopher Platt. He's been Ray Cash. I've been PC Tunney. Thank you for listening. We will see you again Wednesday evening on Chair Shot Radio Network. It's Three Man Weave, Put baby. some lotion on. Put some lotion on it. DJ And they stay there, and they say yeah, and they stay there. Cause all I do is win, win, win. And if you go in here, put your hands yeah. in the air, make them stay there. Ludacris going in on the verse, cause I've never been defeated and I won't stop now. Keep your hands up, get them in the sky for the homies that ain't The Chairshot.com. Always use your head.